Hey, what's going down? It's the 28th, I believe. Maybe the 30th of October 2020. Heading home for lunch here. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Had a good morning there. Saw some friends, took care of some people. Told some jokes. I found a a new friend. This guy, I've been helping him. He also bombards his kids, gets some adult kids now, with dad jokes. So, he's been sharing some with me. I appreciate that. Help equip me, better equip me, perhaps. To make people laugh, take them out of the mundane trance that they're in. Like Dracula, Vaughn does, oh, God, blood mesmerizes you. I want to mesmerize you with my dad jokes. The one for today is, hey, you know, the world just keeps on turning, you know. Really makes my day. Get it? It's 24 hours of rotation. The earth turns. That's one particular day. Too deep for you? Okay, how about this one? Hey, hear about the guy who his entire, he lost his entire left side. It's unfortunate. Um, Wow, fucking bird of prey just dove down, swooped down on some kind of carrion. C-A-R-R-I-O-N. Carrion. Looking for his carrion luggage, I guess you could say. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So the guy lost his entire left side. Uh, things t- turned out all right. <laughs> Screw you. All right, so I got—I just saw this image. I was gonna—I fi- was gonna share this on Facebook, but I'll just do a quick podcast regarding it. So it was called—it um, was on the scientific website or um, Facebook page, Cosmos Up or something like that. So it has a lot to do with space and science, etc., etc. And so it's got a bird's eye view of the Nevada desert, and it's got all these um, gigantic craters in it from years of um, nuclear testing. All right. So nuclear possibility of a nuclear war or something like that, some sort of catastrophic end to our society is seems so far away it seems like something we talked about was a big deal back in 50s 60s you know time frame after World War II we dropped the bomb and all that stuff and then I was like man this this could happen again we could have an all-out nuclear war tensions are up we just nuked Japan twice which is pretty crazy when you consider that I mean, as far as the history behind that, the Japanese were committed to warfare. It was brutal. It was it seemed like there was no end in sight, so this is like our way to end it. I don't know if it was the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do, but it certainly ended the war. We brought in some next-level shit. We showed uh, human you know, beings' willingness to go that far. Up to that point, it was guns and ammo and bayonets and rockets and 
artillery and bombs and shit, but no nuclear bombs. We we weren't blowing up whole cities. Maybe like somebody dropping a bomb on Philadelphia or New York City or San Francisco or something like that, L.A. Imagine that. Like the people of those areas. I'm sure they had military assets in those Nagasaki and Hiroshima, but... also had a lot of citizens there, innocent people, who didn't have anything to do with the war, maybe didn't support it. Think about that, unbeknownst to you, some enemy nuke is coming over here to blow us all up, we didn't have shit to do with anything, you didn't even agree with any of this conflict or whatever. Anyway, all this to say, to bring up again, you know, this image of uh, testing of nuclear warheads or experimentation in the Nevada, Nevada desert, all these craters that we can see. All right, so we're experimenting, we're, we're, we're building these weapons. You wonder where that ends. I mentioned in the podcast previously how, you know, it starts with we come out of our caves and we have um, spears and we've got little makeshift knives and daggers and then, you know, we've got um, atlatls and bows and crossbows and black powder rifles. And then we've got uh, the revolver, six shooters. We've got automatic, bolt action, you know, semi-automatic machine guns, bazookas, anti-tank, anti-aircraft missiles, artillery, you know, naval guns, it goes up and up and up until we get to the point where we've just got devastating weapons that are capable of not just devastating even an entire city. Now, we could end civilization. If enough nukes go flying, then we got mutually assured destruction. Is that enough to prevent um, the fact that other countries around the world they all have these because they want to be able to use it as a deterrent or they want the ability to retaliate or launch a first strike. Who knows? You know, there's people, The it's called rivalrous dynamics. So look this guy up. Look up Schmachtenberger or rivalrous dynamics. You'll find a bunch of smart people using such language. They talk about, you know, think about it. I'm driving home for lunch here, all these political signs that I've was joking about yesterday, and everybody's on edge, all these rivalries, all the um, us against them, Democrat versus Republican, Trump versus Biden, and the back and forth, the mudslinging that they're trying to throw out there, they're playing this chess game so that who's going to wind up in power, or who's going to stay in power, and what does that mean to us citizens, really, what does it mean, think about that whether or not Trump or Biden are in, you know, in the hot seat in the, the office of the President of the United States. Now, as I've stated, I, I think just Trump, his character is terrible, absolutely terrible. I think he's a fucking liar. I think Joe Biden's a better man, um, and he's more presidential. Trump has just been a debacle. Has he done everything wrong? No, I'm sure he's done some great things or would do some great things given more time and given a little bit of a rest, but he he certainly hasn't held up to all his promises 
on everything from healthcare to military, fucking civil rights, all that stuff. He's divided people. So this is a time where we don't need rivalrous dynamics. We need to throttle back the tough talk and the, especially within our own country. You know, we're used to fighting enemies abroad. We want domestic enemies. Do we want to be fighting each other? Do we want a civil war? No, I don't think any of us do. As much as we might argue about details on different issues that are important to us, we don't want our society or, God forbid, the world to end. But we are committed to these rivalrous dynamics. We can't seem to uh, find our humanity and do the right thing, which is odd, and I've mentioned this before, Um, There are plenty of people that I know and I deal with weekly who are good folks and I think that they, if put in a position of authority, they would do a great job. And they would be fair to the side that they didn't necessarily agree with. I don't think they'd just be one-sided. I think most people would try to find a compromise or would want to hear everybody. And that's whether you're a president of the United States or a board member for your homeowners association. You know, I was just talking to a friend earlier about how they're going to go to a board meeting in their community and um, there are some axes to grind. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being the president or being a board member or uh, whatever of any company, large or small, or a PTA mom or dad? Home and school, they call it now. You imagine all the freaking you'd have to be like a stay-at-home mom or dad or you'd have to be retired to really be effective because it just, shit's gone haywire you get constant complaints from people complaints about real issues and about small things that you would hopefully be able to sort out on your own but rivalrous dynamics is definitely embodied right now by the election season and by the next week you're going to see you'll see it Horrible things from people, I'm sure, unfortunately. Uh, I did read something about somebody, uh, a citizen was shot in uh, West Philadelphia the other day, last night, yesterday, a couple days ago, and there were riots yesterday down there because of that. Um, Another patient was talking about somebody was a boogaloo boy who fired into a police station or something and said it was in retaliation for George Floyd's killing and it wasn't it, so it wasn't a um, person of color who did this apparently it was somebody who was like a right wing whatever there's all these kind of weird deceptive practices going on right now trying to each group trying to make the other look bad it's what we do think about we do this to the enemy going back to World War II Germans were Krauts, the the Japanese were Japs, gooks. In uh, Vietnam, they were zipper heads, they were squinty-eyed, fucking gooks, whatever. They probably had their, their names for us as well. So, this is what we do. We kind of vilify the enemy. We do everything we can to describe them as less than human and ridiculous and impossible to deal with and then it makes us easy makes it easier for us to destroy them you know abuse them rob them of their rights you name it 
And so, rivalrous dynamics plus exponential technology, in other words, what I was describing earlier about um, nuclear warheads and how we've gone from micro to macro, from prehistoric weaponry and techniques to all of a sudden we can, you can't just kill um, one person or, or a village now, or a country, now we can kill an entire freaking, we can, we're capable of fucking destroying the entire world if we're not careful. So how, the question is, how big are these weapons going to get? And how unreasonable are human beings going to continue to be? I mean, this is, this could end it all. This could end. This would cause a human extinction and a lot of other species along with it. We are so selfish and it's stupid. We need to start by being kind with one another and being kind to ourselves. You know, I was mentioning, and this is in closing here because I got to fucking eat and see my kids here for lunch, but you know how, like, it's a good recommendation if you want to have, you want to be in a relationship, you want to fall in love, you want to get married, whatever you want to do, find your soulmate. Before you do that, before you can make somebody else happy, you need to be, at least have your basic needs fulfilled in terms of, you need to have your own shit together. You need to have a roof over your head and some sort of kind of income and some kind of mental stability and some self-sufficiency, something to offer. Because if you can't be happy for yourself, if you can't run your own show halfway decently, now we're all fucked up in some way. We're all flawed. But you have to have your shit kind of sorted together. And if you do, well, congratulations. Now you can make nice with other people and you can actually... Um, find a, a friend or find a mate or find a soulmate or, and start a family and, and then things still will happen because whenever you add another uh, variable to the equation it's that much more difficult to manage it's hard to manage people it's interesting the communities the communities that we have Take your time, lady. Take your time. Here I'm hiding behind a fucking dumpster. Um, so how the hell do we... Can we possibly... Have a peaceful world and avoid killing one another when we have such advanced technology and such rivalry within our society? I mean, can we ever expect to have anything but um, chaos... It's a good question. You know, should we be pessimistic and say, well, that's, it's a lost cause? If you think about the addition of variables to the equation, you're tempted to feel that way. Like, wow, this, this doesn't look like it's going in the right direction. It looks like it's too hard to stop. But I hold out hope because I know a lot of great people and I try to be one. And it's, it's hard. Sometimes you, you feel yourself, um, 
being pulled to the dark side, being cynical, being angry, being stressed out, and, and you need to, I'm on my journey, but how cool would it be? New text message from 57,660. Fucking eyeglass company. There you go, and look at the Doobie Brothers, come on, that's what happens. Fucking Shady Ray's sunglasses, which I do like, solicitations via fucking text message, and then the Doobie Brothers pops on my Amazon Music. This is the way, this is sort of variables I'm talking about, just a little small window into what I'm discussing there, but anyway, pulled up to my little piece of heaven here, going to see my kids that are hopefully on lunch for, from their uh, studies. Throw some food down my freaking gullet, kiss my dog, and head back into the fray. Fighting the good fight. We all have to do our very best to hold it together, to maximize our own health, physically and mentally, and our own potential. Then we can help other people, you know? So let's help ourselves first. It's just, and then we can serve others. It's kind of like, the uh, airline thing where they say if God forbid you start to lose cabin pressure first put your oxygen on and then you can help others assist others in doing the same you're no good to anybody else if you're fucking broken so fix yourself get to the point you know it's a constant that's like an ideal it's like something that we can we shoot for the moon we hit we hit a star we can never be we're never perfect we're never where we want to be but we can work towards that and kind of get as close as possible. Some good things can happen. Have a good day. <laughs>